Hello, and welcome to The Way Family Podcast. My name is Zach, and I am one of the hosts, sitting here with my lovely wife. <laughs> me. Hannah, hello. Yeah, it is me. <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to pick that up. I sometimes you say, like... Looking right at you. Sometimes you say, my wife, Hannah, is the other host, and sometimes you like make you do it. So I'm just waiting to find out what you're doing. Okay, good. Okay. Good. Well, um... We just got back from a hike. We're going to talk about our week for a little bit, and then we're going to get into the main topic today. What would you say the main topic's going to be? It's like stuff we're learning slash um, you can do hard things. You can do hard things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but before we get into that, Hannah, how was your week? Man, I have to say my week was really good. Right Currently, Fern has hand, foot, and mouth. Um, I don't know if it's called hand, foot, and mouth disease. That sounds really like serious, but hand, foot, and mouth, whatever. She had a fever on Friday and she's got like these little sores on her hands and her feet and you guessed it, her mouth. Um, and her butt. Well, her butt is fine now, but yes, her butt. We were, I wasn't going to talk about my daughter's butt on our podcast, but here we are. Um, so she's, she was pretty miserable on Friday, but she's been fine since and she hasn't had a fever. So that's like really good. That was like the bad part of the week. But um, other than that, it was, was really like really week. sad. It was yeah, like... Friday was really sad because she was so not herself. She was like like miserable and like tired, but she couldn't sleep for more than like she didn't sleep for more than like a half an hour at all on Thursday night or Friday night. So that was kind of rough for me. But um. Well, it was rough for both of us because she kept waking up. Okay, it was up. rough for us. I was meaning like it's not just her that it's rough for. Right. But um, other than that, I've had a very good week. It was our first week of our challenge. The six-week challenge. Six-week challenge, which we talked about last week. Basically, it's at a gym, and they have given us a meal plan that was created by a nutritionist, and um, and we have a goal that they are helping us reach and we go to these classes and whatever. I was really nervous for the classes and they're so good and so fun, but like really hard. Um, and I just feel so good when I work out regularly. Like I know that it's everybody always talks about it, but it, it is like the benefits extend way farther than just physical benefits. I feel like my head is clearer and um, I'm a nicer mom. <laughs> And I don't know. I just feel like really good. So, um, yeah, that's been really good. And it's fun to be working on it together with Zach. Um, even though like the meal plan is like, uh, I'm sick of egg whites. We're sick of egg whites, but, um, but we're doing it. So I just drink them. Zach drinks them raw. It's disgusting. Because cooking them is like, there's not... There's not a lot of flavor, obviously. Well, it's like no flavor. That's why you're supposed to add your flavor, which I figured out. Because the first day, I was like, oh, egg white scramble, yum. I'm going to just put some peppers in there and call it a day. No, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. It needs like a buttload of seasoning. But yeah, so we're learning on that front. And we're learning We're learning a lot. But yeah, it's been really fun. It's been a good week. Um, And yeah, we had our hike today, which we couldn't go to church today because Fern still has the disease. and. Um, we, don't we weren't know. sure if if Forrest had gotten it because he, you don't know, show signs. Yeah, we just didn't want to even risk giving our entire church 
um, hand, foot, and mouth. So we didn't go to church, but we took our kids outside anyways because we're like, oh, we need to get out of the house. This is rough. And the hike was super fun. It was like perfect weather. And yeah, it was good. How was your week? My week was good. It was, it was good until Thursday. Thursday and Friday were both rough, but also good, mainly because of work, but also because of not getting a lot of sleep because of Fern. Mm-hmm. And then we had like, I basically have a ton of work to get done. And next weekend, I'm flying to Orlando to finish my business and leadership uh, certificate program, uh, coaching certificate program. So I've got to finish up a lot of stuff at work for that. And then we had our company picnic, which I'm on the party planning committee. <laughs> He's Angela. And from the office. Some people dropped the ball. Mm. And so there was a lot of scrambling at the last minute that I had to get get stuff for. But the picnic went great. Um, it was for the family and friends of people who work with us. And we had a bounce house outside with a slide. And we played kickball and did a water balloon toss and had um, like a like a taco truck, but it wasn't a truck. It was just a taco guy. <laughs> taco guy. <laughs> the taco guy. I want to be friends with the taco guy. Jose. Jose. Um, and uh, yeah, worked out. Um, meal meal plans hard. What is that noise? Oh, somebody's car alarm. I was just making sure it wasn't ours. Not like I can differentiate our thing. Like you, like you know what our individual horn is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, not ours. It's two pitches above. Maybe I was like, if it doesn't go off, it might be ours. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, the um, meal plan. Yeah, the meal plan's just been kind of rough, but. I feel like we're getting the hang of it, and um, yeah. Yep. So that was my week. So what we're talking about today is, oh, well, actually, one more thing about our week. Forrest has been very defiant lately, and it is, oh, yeah. it's very testing oh, my, my patience, mm-hmm. and it's like so difficult all the time with everything. And it's like with... He chooses the most ridiculous things to to fight us on. Like, why? We're like, why? Most of the time. Like, that's which what we sock ask. he wanted to put on first. Yeah, or like, yeah. And he'll just, just like... Weird, weird stuff. Lay on the floor and start screaming. Or just, yeah, you've been disobedient. That's hard. Yeah. It's always evolving with him. Like, it's. I know it's like a really rough age. Like, they always say... From like zero to four or five, you're putting in a ton of work, a ton of work, like all the time, always working, always shaping these little lives. And then after that, it kind of slows down a little bit. And I I keep reminding myself of that, that it's supposed to be hard right now. He's three. It's supposed to be hard. Like parenting is never supposed to be easy. Just as like, it's exhausting. (laughs) And it's like, I don't want to, I don't want to be getting frustrated all the time with him, you know? And I feel like that's what it is. Like me saying, no, you cannot act like this. You need to, this is how you need to act. This is how you need to communicate. Like it's always correcting. It's like, I don't want to be like that. I don't want to like him to think of me as like just 
you know, like always disciplining, always correcting. So and especially because Fern was sick. Oh yeah, and he always wants to like be playing with her and wrestle with her. And we're trying to keep them apart because we don't want him to get it. I can't count how many times I said no, back off, don't touch your sister. Get your hands out of her mouth, please. Get. Her hands out of your mouth, please. Yeah, just it's it's a miracle that he didn't get it. Well, well he I mean, he might he still might. Oh gosh! And I think that it's also like she's sick and requiring more attention, and that's part of it too. Mm. So it's all it's all wrapped up together. But anyways, it's got to be tough in the mind of a three year old to have a little I know new addition to the family. And be adjusting to that. Yeah, like when he sees anyone, anyone playing with her, he's like, <laughs> and then like comes over and joins <laughs> them. <laughs> I'm having fun too. Yeah, me too. Ah. He doesn't even know what he's laughing I know, about. I know. He's a sweetie. He uh, was really sweet with her at dinner tonight, though. That was nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the hike was really nice tonight also. It was. He did good. He hiked like a mile and a half mm-hmm. uphill by himself. Mm-hmm. And then he got carried the second half, but... It was really fun. Yeah. He did great. I'm proud of him. So what we're going to talk about now is you can do hard things, slash, you can get unstuck, slash. You can climb out of the pit. You can climb out of the pit. If you want to. Right. If you admit that you're in the pit and that you're stuck. Mm-hmm. And you have the, a little bit of drive to do something that's a little bit difficult. Mainly, you need a jump start. Yeah, you need a jump start or you need someone in your life who can encourage you and um help you out, I guess, or inspire you. Is that me for you? Yes, it is me. <laughs> it is you for Aww, me. Oh, cute. But I think that a lot of people there's like they've feel stuck I feel stuck often on multiple things, whatever mm-hmm. it is. We've talked about it. Hannah likes to call it the pit. That makes sense. Like you fall into the pit in whatever area of life. Think about Physically, Parks and socially. Park. Yep. He fell in the pit. He lives in the pit. He lives in the pit. <laughs> or he did. And he had to get out of the pit. And then he got his life together, got a wife, right? got a three-legged dog. Look right? at him now. He's thriving. Look at him now. <laughs> yeah. But there's... There's a lot of things like that in all of the areas of wellness, physical, mental, social, environmental, spiritual, like you just fall in the pit and you get stuck in a routine and life kind of life happens, but you don't have to let life happen to you because you are an active participant Mm -hmm. and you can affect the circumstances that you are in. Yes. Unless you have a victim mentality or scarcity mentality and you're just kind of like oh this is the way it is which i feel like we were kind of in that Mm -hmm. um especially with with parenting like socially we don't have any friends yeah Um, totally uh mentally just kind of like always being tired and drained because physically we were not as active as we should have been or could have been and well and and we were we kind of started to make excuses too like 
we have a gym membership and I hadn't gone for a long time. And Forrest is always like, remember the YMCA? <laughs> I'm like, shut up, kid. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but I would always make excuses like, and this isn't just about working out. I feel like that's what it kind of seems like, but it's not. Um, but no, the the working out thing has made us kind of realize it's kind of that's been like some a jump additional start things. For us. Yeah, it's been the jump start. But we, I would always make excuses like, oh, I don't have time, or we have gymnastics that day, or like I can't. I would make excuses to myself, like not even to anybody, but to myself of like why we weren't going to go and like why I wasn't going to do anything. And you you do that for everything. Like you make excuses for why you're not going to call that person and hang out or for why you're not going to wake up earlier or whatever, whatever it is, we make excuses for ourselves to ourselves. And that's and not, we believe that those. Yeah, we believe them. We like, we let ourselves slide by on whatever. I don't, I mean, I understand that there's some points in life that are just really hard and you can't do all the things that you want to do or you should be doing. Like I've, I've been there. Like I am there. Like, Every month. Well, but, and maybe, well, at least for me, I can't do all of the things that I want to do. No, but I'm talking about right like now. this stuff. Like, but I can do something. Yes, exactly. But I'm just saying, like, there, there are like life ebbs and flows, and there are times that are harder than others. And I, I'm not like that. I understand that. But I was like making excuses for myself without all of those things. You know, like there will always be an excuse. To not do what you know you should and want to do. So, yeah. So, for us, we were like kind of in the pit on a lot of different areas. Mm -hmm. And maybe making excuses, maybe feeling sorry for ourselves. No, I just was like, I was just content. I was just content with where I was. I wasn't really feeling sorry for myself, though. I wouldn't say content because I don't think you were okay, feeling content. Okay, complacent. Okay, yes. It's a better word. Mm -hmm. Words matter. Okay. Right? Yes. I'm not trying to be nitpicky. Okay, go on. But I, I think that I get really frustrated with other people when they make excuses and I can see that they're making an excuse and it's just like excuse after excuse after excuse. It's a the sur, quote survival mentality and it's like, well, how long are you going to be in that mentality? Mm -hmm. Like when when's it going to end? Mm -hmm. And the answer I think is it's going to end when you choose to do something. Change something. Mm -hmm. because if you just keep doing things the same way, like life is not just going to perfectly align for you. Yeah, it's true. So, yeah, I didn't want to start this six-week challenge, but I knew there was some things, um, some excuses that I had made for at least nutrition, where it was like, oh, it's too high of a barrier to entry. Like, there's too much information and too much, like, knowledge base that I have to there's have. too many, like, diets out there that claim that they're the best. And there's so many opinions where it's like, oh, no, keto is the right way to go. Oh, no, Whole30. No, you've got to do this. Or diet doesn't matter. You just have to work out a bunch. Or, you know, like, 
there's just so much. And then like the macros and the all of that stuff. I just that was a different world for that's a whole new world for me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I can't figure it out. I don't know it right now. There's too much to know. So I guess I'm just gonna keep eating crappy. Gross. But yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jack in the Box isn't the worst thing, right? You, when was the last time you've had Jack in the Box? You don't eat Jack in the Box, but no. it's not like we're eating bad though. Like we we are like we were probably like sixty forty. You know, we were like. I'd say I'd say seventy thirty, but it's that thirty percent. Like one 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 day. You get Jack in the Box for lunch. You have Chick-fil-A for dinner. Why would you ever choose Jack in the Box over Chick-fil-A? Well, it's, I don't know. Closer to work. It's faster. I was getting the oil changed. It's right across the street. So convenience. Tacos. Convenience. Yes, exactly. That's what the drive-thru at Chick-fil-A is for. And being comfortable. (laughs) I think that's that's it. Um, Because it tastes good. It's like a comfort food. It is a comfort food for me. Jack in the Box is comfort food. Mm -hmm. Jack in the Box tacos, chicken sandwich, comfort food. Okay, yes. Moving on. But (laughs) you you start doing that. And I noticed once we, like you have a hard day, right? Mm -hmm. You've got a hard day. The kids are hard. Work is hard. Um, You... Yeah, you and want to go through a drive-through. You want to go through a drive-through. You're like, well, I can't be, I can't be bothered to make lunch. <laughs> what? No, I'm having a hard day. Then I have to clean up the dishes, but the dishwasher's full, and then I have to clean up afterwards, and they're gonna spill it's everything. It's mainly like, oh crap, I need to eat lunch, but I am hungry now, and I don't have time to make anything. Like, it's more of yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Everyone right. knows what you mean. And then you do that for one meal. And then so easy to do it again. It's so easy to do it again. How many times in the past, like before we started this, did did you and the kids eat out for lunch and dinner? Not lunch and dinner, but I mean, lunch is what we would do. Probably like three times we would go through. It was Chick Fil A. We love Chick Fil A. I love their salad. It's a chicken nugget salad. <laughs> <laughs> and Forrest will eat their chicken nuggets. So. It was easy. And I felt like I was being healthier because it was Chick-fil-A and not like McDonald's. So I'm like, well, I'm giving my kids Chick-fil-A chicken nuggets. So, <laughs> I mean, I know they're a little bit better quality, but still, it's still fried. Right, right. But, but yeah. you kind of fall into that cycle. And then, it's and then like, it's easy. And then it's easy. Same and then Starbucks that's normally, exactly, same with Starbucks every day. That used to, that was like such a coping mechanism for me. It was like I don't even really necessarily need coffee, but I need to get out of the house, and I don't have anywhere that I need to go. So Starbucks, and then it just became a thing. So that was I like, need to so go I to need Starbucks. Starbucks, and then it was like, okay, this is just what we do every day. We would literally there were some weeks when we went six days a week in the morning. And all right, let's take um, seven minutes to load the kids up in the car. And then two minutes to drive to Starbucks, and then get our drink, and then come back home. No, I would drive around a little bit. Oh, really? <laughs> get some peace. Yeah. It's really like, I I understand like needing to get out of the house, but like that could have been like, instead of just doing that, driving for 10, 15 minutes and then coming back, that's not really like, okay, my kids are just sitting in the car. We could have gone and done something fun, like just gotten outside. 
and like gone to the park or gone on a little walk or whatever. But it was just like something that I was so used to and it was easy. And I mean, who doesn't like Starbucks? I know there's a lot of people that don't like Starbucks, but I like Starbucks. I ditto. Yeah. But now there's nothing we can have there. For me, it's easy to fall out of habit rather than start a habit. Well, obviously, duh. Like, it's it's yeah. it's hard to start a new habit. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe it's easy to start a bad habit, and it's hard to start a good habit. Yeah. And so I had this habit of going, riding my bike to and from work, going to the climbing gym Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 1030. Did push-ups and pull-ups, and um, then I had like I uh, would come home on Tuesdays and Thursdays for lunch. And as work, like I got m- more busy at work, stopped going to the gym and just worked through my lunch break, and then stopped riding my bike, and it just like got bad. Mm-hmm. Didn't prepare a meal before I went to work, and why am I speeding this up? Well, you said that we, you wanted to make this fast, so I just like, yeah, I'm just okay. <laughs> and so I had these good habits, and what I found is that I thought that I was too busy to go and do these things. Or that it was it was too difficult to, like, when you wake up in the morning and you're kind of already in that, like, survival mode or you're in the pit or you're feeling sad and sorry for yourself or whatever, um, it's difficult to be like, okay, I'm going to wake up, I'm going to ride my bike to work. And then you start the day with, like, that sleeping in a little bit. You start the day with putting off a good decision and it just kind of spirals down from there. And then all of the other decisions are made to be comfortable. And I made excuses for myself like, oh, I'm too busy. I have to work through lunch. I don't have time to go to the gym. But the reality is, is that the work that you have will always spill, fill the space that is available. So when I was working 10 12 hours a day between two jobs, I always had work to fill that. But on days where I was very thoughtful and purposed, I could get it done in eight hours or less and plan it out and, and you know, really be focused on it. Intentional. Intentional on it, with it, with the time that I have. And not kind of give in to those um, little voice, let little comfort voices. Because I think working too much is comfortable because it means you're not. I've, I think a lot of people view it as like the more you work, the more productive you are. But I think in reality, the more you work, the longer you work, the less productive you become. Like, it's just a time and energy thing. Because the more time you put in does not mean the more work you get done. It's the energy and the the um, purposed thought that and the creativity that goes 
with it. And that all starts to taper off kind of like a bell curve after a certain amount of time. So I've been learning that the time that I have, I need to be very focused with it. And I also need to stop making excuses for myself. And I need to set aside time for things that are important and not like believe that like oh I don't have enough time to do this when in reality it's like oh I don't want to do push-ups over break because I'm already sore so I'm just going to scroll on my phone and then you fall into that habit and so we fell into a bunch of habits like that mm-hmm. not good habits and needed like a jump start to get back on track and I think that we're heading that way and it feels pretty good. Yeah, it does feel good. Like it's uncomfortable. What parts are uncomfortable? Um uh all the workouts are hard. It's I I think like it's just the the first week and I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I I really like the workouts still. I've gone to three so far, but um, the workouts are hard. It's okay, so it's like working out and then the meal plan. That's the two parts that it is. And um, I would say that the meal plan is the hardest part for sure. I like the workouts and I don't like the meal plan. I'm bored with it. And you said you're not a morning person, but you said that you were you were planning on going to a, a workout at five thirty. Yeah. Why? Because it's a time that you are here with the kids and we don't have to find somebody to watch them so that I can go to my class. I would do I would do that for that because I was just thinking about that and if I went to if I got in the habit of going to like the five thirty class, I would get home at six thirty and then that's like when Forrest wakes up and I could make a good breakfast and stuff. And I don't know. I was weighing the options. I was like, it's either that and like, it's hard to balance everything with the, like with working out and like putting a lot more effort into making our food because it's, it's a different meal plan than than what we're used to. We're not eating out at all and whatever. Um, between that and like my work schedule, cause I'm working from home and um, well, we don't currently have a nanny, but we, we do. We hired Zach's other sister. <laughs> Good thing um, I got three of them. I know. One, the other one lives in Indiana though. So, huh. um, but that, the time, that's the hardest I think for me is the time management, I guess, and scheduling, um, scheduling everything. Cause we, for the program, you have to go to three classes a week. And I would like to go to more if we could, but this is at a different gym than the Y and it's, there's no childcare. And so that part is stressful to me, but, um, yeah, it's uncomfortable. The, the most uncomfortable part was starting though. Like the, the first class, the first workout that I went to, I was so nervous for, I was so stressed. And we're back. Sorry about that. I 
goodness sakes. All right, so I forgot my computer at work, so we're recording on a portable recorder that has an SD card, but the SD card was full, and I couldn't delete the files because they're locked, so then I had to go figure out how to do it. Now, we're back. Hey. You were just saying that the most scary thing, I think this is where we left off, the most scary thing, oh, the you were part. the most uncomfortable part. So the most uncomfortable part was the walking into the first class for the first time. But now the most uncomfortable part is just like time and um, and scheduling and trying to figure out everything with like me having to do work. I work at home and we don't have anyone watching the kids during the day at all. Like we did before we had a nanny coming a couple of times a week and um and she had to stop because she got another job and we're happy for her but um so that balancing working at home and also like put having to put more effort into meals and um and planning meals and then doing workouts so that's that's uncomfortable now too but the main the main thing, which I think was the point of your question, was yes, there are uncomfortable parts. What has been uncomfortable was the the very first starting workout. it, starting it. So yeah, starting because I was I had a lot of expectations, like um, not expectations, but like I didn't know what it was gonna be like. It's, it was something new. I I don't go to like the only classes I would ever go to was yoga, so I never went to like um like more intense workouts <laughs> I was gonna say never mind um so yeah just not knowing what to expect and being nervous but yeah I think starting something new is the hardest and scariest thing yeah it's just starting but after starting after you start something to get you unstuck to get you out of the pit to help you grow or whatever once once you start that process i think you had mentioned it starts like a snowball yeah it's like the new i think it's newton's law that an object in motion will stay in motion about unless acted upon by an outside force so but it's like getting that in that motion initial movement that is hard so now it feels easy and normal i mean normal we've been doing it for a week but it feels like okay this is what we do now but it was just starting it was hard Mm -hmm. but it's also had additional effects on the way that we think about ourselves or circumstances or you know whatever Mm -hmm. which i think is super beneficial so if you can find some way if you realize that you're stuck somehow in any area of life, if you can find a way to just start and maybe start on something small, the, like, I guess not success, but just like the um, movement. What what am I trying to say? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Once you have started one thing, then it's easier to start working on something else. When you believe... Momentum. Momentum. It builds momentum, yes. Like a snowball rolling down a hill just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and picks up more and more momentum. But it starts as something that's very small. Mm -hmm. For instance, 
um, this idea that that uh, maybe we should maybe I should join this challenge. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, no, I shouldn't. We can't do that. I can't do that. But then just convincing myself to give it a try and go and talk to them and check it out, that started and got a little bit of momentum, and now we're in it. We've gone to a couple classes, we're getting some momentum, and it's changing the way that we think about ourselves. Mm -hmm. And obviously, like, we've been talking about fitness this whole time, but it's not just about fitness. Mm -hmm. It's about recognizing that you're stuck, trying to get unstuck, stepping out of your comfort zone, and doing something new or doing something different. Mm-hmm. And that's been beneficial for us. And we're learning that we can do more than we thought. Yeah. It's fun to, it's fun to realize that. Yeah. Also, I just now when you were just saying fitness, I just realized that fitness, the word fitness is fitness, like the amount of fit that you are. I didn't I never ever made that connection to just like fitness was like its own word. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> Anyways, you know how like never mind. How when you like you just think of a word a certain way forever and then you like get one little clue about how what it actually is. <laughs> it just like changes that just blows your mind, you know. Awesome. It to me all the time, but whatever. Moving on. All right. Um, I really don't have any recommendations or joke, and we wanted to make this a shorter episode. You do have a recommendation. Oh, yeah. Uh, one player, ready first player, player ready player one. It's a movie. We watched it last night. It's so good. Ready player one. Yeah. It's so nerdy, but it was a good movie. It's like, it's nerdy, but you don't have to be, you don't have to be into like gaming to like the movie. Because I was... It was recommended to us by a gamer, and I was like, oh, I don't know about that. But, um, yeah, it was really good. It was really good. So, go rent that one if you, if you need a movie recommendation. Mm-hmm. And uh, my second recommendation, I just thought of this, oh boy. is if you've got two kids and you want to take a hike that's a little bit longer than normal, Pro tip is to pack a second baby carrier in the first baby carrier and make the older kid walk a little bit, at least halfway. And then when they get tired, instead of having to carry them, you just put them in the larger baby carrier and then put the smaller one in the smaller one. (laughs) And it works out. What do you know? There it is. And it was like, that's... No, I just want to bring this baby carrier. And I was like... No, I said you can... I was like, you can take the big one, but I just want to carry a fern. Yeah. But it worked out well. Forrest got tired. Well, he got tired like 10 minutes in. He's like... No, like like two minutes in. He's like, somebody needs to carry me. <laughs> what a stinker. Like walking uphill for like 10 steps. Oh, I'm so tired. <laughs> Um, I'm a th- I think um someone needs to carry me. Yeah. <laughs> um, mom. <laughs> yeah, he's funny. Anyways, yeah, that's a good recommendation. It worked out well. We should do that if we do um 
like Hazard Peak or something. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I don't have any recommendations. Sorry. I recommend what he recommends. Yeah, it was a good it was a good movie, and that's a good tip. So, yep. um, feel free to join the Facebook page, The Way Family and Friends. Password is Funky Town. We'd love to have you over there. There's been some cool discussion, and uh, sorry yeah, that way to go, you guys. We've had like a lot of um, people posting in there. And yeah, it's been really awesome to see. Thank you for doing that, and good job. Yeah, we love awesome. it. Um, sorry this episode's going up late, but I forgot my computer, and our lives don't revolve around the podcast really. Sorry to say, but we do love you guys, and thank you for listening, and we'll talk at you next week. Yeah. Happy trails. <laughs>